your daily dose of sports and fun. This is the Morning Drive Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. I was sharing my story with the troops last night, Jamie, of my faux pas with uh, Rip, the guy taking his radio to uh, the Rip and the RIP. And, you know, my uh, my wife had happened to be tuned in. She did say she laughed. I think I think laughed at me more than laughed with me uh, mm. at that. And uh, daughter number one completely understood uh, how I could get that, you know, confused with the RIP, with the all caps. Just looking down at it. Okay. Uh, so well. So I got. Uh, that's good. I'm I'm glad your family has your back. <laughs> well, kinda, <laughs> kind of, kind of, kind of. I know you'll be just really. Sometimes those that are closest to us are the ones that um, they need to be honest with us too. <laughs> See, I was thinking sometimes it's the one closest to us that suffer the most. Is <laughs> oh, there's that too. My thought yeah, there's, there's, there's that. There's that too. I know you guys will be just uh, enthralled to hear this news, uh, but. The national championship uh, women's basketball team from Louisiana State University now will accept an invitation from the president of the United States to visit the White House. The university spokesman confirmed LSU's intentions on the matter yesterday. Uh, This comes a day after the star forward Angel Reese suggested that her team should celebrate their title with a former president and former first lady rather than the current president and current first lady. You know, like I said, like I said yesterday, I just hope that, uh, you know, people, if you get invited to the White House, I mean, I would consider that an honor regardless of who's the president. That That's just that's just me speaking. And I was thinking, man, if the it's not if it's like when the Lady Raiders win a national championship and hopefully I'm still kind of part of the organization, just I hope I get to go. You know, that's that was that's what I was wondering. It's like, man, will I make the cut? Because there'll be, be a lot of people that would want to go to that. But I just didn't know. I know that Fink will make the cut. I just don't know if I'll make the cut. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't. I don't know. You don't I, think I about guess, things like that, do you? I, like, like... No, I, I've not thought about that before. <laughs> um, the times that I've seen teams there, uh-huh. um, I haven't noticed the... Uh, the broadcasters? The broadcast crew. Yeah. Um, but at the same time... That's probably you know what not what ESPN is is showing. Oh no, right, yeah, right, right. They may be there. They're just off to the side, but they're showing the star player instead, or sure, whatever. Sure, the coach. So, right. yeah, and the person that makes the scores the most points, or hits the most home runs, or pitches the most you know shutout innings, or <clears throat> game winning catch, or you know scoop scoop of the scoop of the day, or something along those lines. You know, yeah, the scoop and score guy from football. You know things along those lines but anyway that's that's kind of what i was thinking about it's like man i sure i sure hope i get to go when we when we go but yeah this lsu thing has just turned into a complete mess I, no doubt i mean i it's i'll just move on I'm, I'm with you um the connecticut governor took a shot at the city of houston after the final four ned lamont is his name he uh, traveled to Houston uh, for uh, the Final Four, 
And uh, afterwards, he was on uh, a radio show, and uh, he said, uh, he said this, after winning the semifinals, you walk around downtown Houston, which is but ugly, uh, not much there, is what he said. He was on WPLR FM's Chaz and AJ show. Okay. He's not wrong. You don't well, have to take the shot, but he's not wrong. The mayor of Houston took umbrage with that. Uh, Sylvester Turner, he responded saying he didn't appreciate the governor, quote, throwing shade at his city after it went to the trouble to feed you, dine you, host you, house you. And you're going to go back and talk about butt ugly. Which end was he looking from? That's what he told a Houston television station. And then, of course, Mr. Lamont makes kind of an apology. He says, uh, we had a ball in Houston during the NCAA Final Four. The people there were incredibly gracious and welcoming for us, and the basketball game was pretty darn good as well. The governor emphasized he was joking around on the radio show and said he enjoyed Turner's response to his comments. Then uh, Lamont said... uh, Maybe the governor's looking at the wrong end of a beautiful horse. So, <clears throat> I um, I think you can find an ugly part of every single city you go sure, to, and sure. probably a, a pretty part, you know, a good looking part, whatever. But I mean, if they you, did, you just, you just gotta. That's just ridiculous for the governor to say that the governor of Yukon yeah. of, of Connecticut know, Connecticut to yeah. say that yeah that's yeah, just ridiculous yeah especially after they fed him and dined him and hosted him and housed him I mean just <laughs> I just love how people think oh those people in Houston are never going to hear what I say <laughs> they don't I'm on the with, internet <laughs> I'm just chit chatting with Chaz I mean nobody will notice AJ and Chaz I wonder how what, they must have a big show have the governor on like that you know what if they had kind of a round table discussion that would be thrill a minute <laughs> well, it's Connecticut. We've got counties in Texas bigger than Connecticut. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah, but well, I, I totally understand the, the mayor of Houston, you know, taking yeah. umbrage. Uh, somebody asked this question, and I think it's uh, I think it's an interesting question. I think it, it uh, goes to your time uh, at the university. Somebody says, when did it change to rip from the law? Six years ago? Five years uh, ago? When, I think when all the upgrades were made. Yeah. And the folks that wanted Rip Griffin's name put on there um, were the ones that paid for it. Right. <laughs> but I mean, I and think. The, and just not the, the ones with the name Law. Right. But I, yeah. I think more the just the casual calling it the Rip or calling it the Law. I, th- I, I think, think that speaks to when you went when when you went to school here or when you were you know maybe first a fan. Yeah, I think you can call it either one and be just fine. Yeah, no, I agree yeah. with you. I just think that those that called it the law probably were more probably you know, older, older nineties, yeah. you know, eighties, whatever. Uh, even in the early two thousands, and those that refer it to the rip, you know, or maybe twenty fifteen and since. Kind of how I would look at that, mm-hmm. just just from. Just from that city. I don't think it's anything to get all, you know, up in arms about. You, like you said, you can, you can, yeah, call I think either. you can, you yeah. can use either one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think more times than not, the Texas Tech people say Rip Griffin Park. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys like uh, refer to it uh, more than one way or the other? 
I just more refer to it, Dan Lawfield at Rip Griffin Park is kind of how you refer to it. Um, no, I think I probably refer to it more as Rip Griffin Park. Okay. But I use both. Okay. Okay. 638 this morning here on the morning drive. Take your thoughts, comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Go to dot 973com for that on the mobile app. The Visualize IT hotline is open as well. Somebody's asked a, a basketball question here. Is uh, Coach Grant McCaslin really going to blow up the whole roster? Sounds like no one is safe. Man, I, I don't know. We're only we're only a few days a few days into this. Um, I think probably he's probably still kind of wrapping his arms around the whole thing, you know, with regard to the roster and evaluating and who's going to stay and who's going to go and who's available in the portal and who's not and um, you know trying to probably get his staff all set. So um, I mean, it would come to kind of be somewhat expected that you're going to have major changes to your roster, right? 100%. Absolutely. It, I mean, especially the way basketball is nowadays, you have it feels like every year it's almost, you know, 75% a new team. Yeah. So with a new com- coach coming in, you would expect that even more. And, and really, that's nothing new for Texas Tech. I mean, the Red Raiders have been going through significant roster changes for years. Going back to, you know, Chris Beard and his arrival and Sure. And, you know, even with, you know, Coach Adams, uh, there were significant roster changes. So I'm sure there's some guys they would love to keep. And I'm sure there's other guys that they look at this and go, well, um, man, he's just not a he's not necessarily a, a fit for us. So and I think what if he probably... brings in, you know, better players <laughs> on a team that didn't make the NCAA tournament and was. One in ten at one point in conference play. Right, and finished sixteen and sixteen. I would hope that some there's some roster turnover here. Sure, sure. Just looking at that metric. Sure, I, I think you're. I think you're exactly. You don't just want to run it back. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was really really funny. That was really that was really quick. That maybe one of your quickest things of the week. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Time for this day in sports history. Today is April the 7th, 2023. Here is Jeff McGuire with this day in sports history. All right, real quick. Don't think. Just answer the question. Okay. Name a general manager that you know desperately wants to take over the coaching or maybe even playing for to lead his team to a championship or to a win. Name a player, name a general manager. General manager who desperately wants to either be a coach or a player to lead his team to a victory. I mean, how many names of general managers do we even hardly know? Anymore, you know. Uh, again. We just know of one. Jerry Jones? Thank you. Why is there a question mark on the end of that? <laughs> that that's exactly where I wanted you to well, go. Because he, he put the player aspect on it. He just I didn't want coach. you to overthink it. I didn't okay. want you to try to think of like six different guys. Jerry Jones is the right answer. Okay. In 1928, Jerry Jones would have been very jealous because 44-year-old New York Rangers general manager Lester Patrick replaces his injured goaltender in a Stanley Cup game and beats the Montreal Maroons 2-1 in overtime. The Rangers go on to win the series 3-2. Okay. Very nice. Very well done. 1951, 15th U.S. Masters Tournament at Augusta National. Ben Hogan wins his first of two Masters titles. 1958, the Dodgers erect a 42-foot-high screen in left field at the L.A. Coliseum to cut down on home runs since it was only 250 feet. No. Oh. Hmm. 
1969, Dodgers' Bill Singer is credited with the first official save. He did it against the Reds. 1971, dismissal of Kurt Flood's free agency suit against baseball is upheld by the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit. Yeah, and so the the flood suit really leads to um, Andy Messersmith, who's really the guy that's credited with being the first free agent, but none of that probably happens without Kurt Flood, who basically sacrificed his career because he was blackballed, basically, after that. Um, And it was towards the end of his career. He was playing for the Cardinals at the time, so... That's that's where all the the baseball stuff started with you know bigger contracts and more guarantees and yada 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 yada. So I mean, he, he's to be credited from the from a player standpoint, no no question. Nineteen seventy nine, Houston Astros Ken Frosher, no hits the Atlanta Braves six to nothing. He joins his brother brother Bob Bob Forsh. as MLB siblings to accomplish the. Yeah. Thing. 1984, Detroit Tiger Jack Morris no hits the Chicago White Sox four to nothing. He was a good one. Mm-hmm. It was a great team too. They won the World Series. And in 1997, in Grand National, <laughs> Tony Dolan aboard the New Zealand bred Lord Guthrie wins a 14 to one by 25 lengths. The race was actually postponed a couple of days because of an IRA bomb threat. Huh. Yikes. And while it is Good Friday, it is also National Beer Day. Oh. If I had a beer, it would probably be a Good Friday. Okay. Ba-dum-bum. How I- early could you have one? Like, could you have one right now? Sure. Okay. I mean, I wouldn't be like chugging it all day long. Sure, sure. You know, but I could have one right now. Okay. I've had breakfast. Uh, happy birthday to Tony Dorsett, turned 69 today. Mm-hmm. Adrian mm-hmm. Beltre, 44 today. Francis Ford Coppola, 84. Jackie Chan, 69. Russell Crowe, 59. And both Tiki and Rondé Barber celebrating a birthday <laughs> today because, you know, they're twins. They're both mm-hmm. 48. That would make some sense. It'd be weird if one of them did and one of them didn't. Although possible. And on this day in 1945, the Japanese battleship Yamamoto, one of the greatest battleships of its time, is sunk in Japan's first major counteroffensive in the struggle for Okinawa. Weighing 72,800 tons and outfitted with nine 18.1-inch guns, the battleship Yamamoto was Japan's only hope of destroying the Allied fleet off the coast of uh, Okinawa. But insufficient air cover and fuel cursed the endeavor as a suicide mission. Struck by 19 American aerial torpedoes, it was sunk, drowning 2,498 of its crew. And that is this day in sports history. All right, 650, this day in sports history. Thank you, Jeff. You know, of the uh, Barber twins, uh, Tiki is probably the more famous just because he has been more, I think, outspoken and he's he's put himself in positions where maybe not to the most positive of light um, 
with his some of his personal behavior, but because he was a running back and because he played for the New York Giants. I think you just say that on the key there. Yeah. The New York part. The New York part. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, and and I think he's more outspoken. I mean, he's 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 more um, he's got more of a personality. But Rondé Barber, I mean, he's getting ready to go in the Hall of Fame. You know, he's Super Bowl champion. Mm-hmm. He's in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Ring of Honor. He was on the NFL's all-decade team. But if you were to say, name a barber other than your personal barber, uh, you would probably say Tiki before you'd say Rondé. Uh, probably. Probably. Yep. Yeah, but I d- definitely agree with your point that Rondé had the better career. Yeah, it's, not, it's really not even, mm-hmm. frankly, it's not even close. Yeah, you know, and I don't know anything about the off the field stuff with Tiki that you speak of his outspokenness and his. Well, other, I mean, I he's just no, more gregarious, I guess. But he I had have a little, no idea. I just know he played for a New York team is going to get more more hype than yeah others. Yeah, he had some than a Tampa team familiar problems. So anyway, just just what an yeah. NFL player with family problems. Yeah. That's a shocker. Yeah, he's. Yeah, his wife was getting ready to have twins, and he was with somebody else. So, yeah, that's <laughs> happens, right? Does that's it? unfortunate. Well, it's unfortunate <laughs> <laughs> to some, right? Yeah. <laughs> to some. Uh, let's see, six fifty-two this morning here on the morning drive. Take your thoughts, and comments, the Eight's Morning Center chat line. Go to double t dot com for that or the mobile app. We have uh, baseball today. Lubbock Cooper takes on Abilene Wiley. Um, I talked to a Cooper baseball dad yesterday. They have like games three days in a row. They had, you know, yesterday and then today and I think uh, even tomorrow. So it's a busy. Good, good for the kids. Good busy time. It keeps them out of trouble. Uh, we'll have uh, day baseball today for the Houston Astros. They take on the Minnesota Twins in Minneapolis. That's a 2.40 broadcast time. Or right after uh, Lubbock Cooper and Abilene Wiley uh, today from uh, the Pirates place. I don't I don't know. What what do you think? Is that about a two hour broadcast, two hour game for the hour and a half, two hours? Okay. So probably about usually less than two. Yeah, about first pitch. Um, And then we'll have uh, Texas Tech baseball today, one thirty the broadcast time, and two o'clock first pitch today from Dan Lafield at Rip Griffin Park. So look forward to uh, to that today. Uh, Do you have any uh, um? Like special, like bunny ears or anything today for the weekend at all for mm-hmm. for your you handing out Easter eggs or mm-hmm. chocolate yeah. footballs or anything like that mm-hmm. and and wearing my little white puffy tail too. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't know if you had uh, just didn't uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bunny ears. Yeah, I got some some uh, two big teeth to Do wear okay. during the broadcast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, we mentioned the mm-hmm. Easter Bunny. Like a Furby during the broadcast. <laughs> if you had hide eggs for hacks or something like mm-hmm. that, kind of put him in a good mood. We mentioned the Easter Bunny and the Easter egg hunt and all that kind of stuff. Last weekend when I took Indy to the dog park, they had a dog Easter egg hunt oh, at the dog park. It was at the smaller one, so didn't mm-hmm. still get running around the big one like we were planning on. But I was like, I don't know that I want my dog looking for Easter eggs. Like... At all. They probably like, had, as a like, general rule. They probably didn't have chocolate. Those would be safe, yes. Yeah. But not all Easter eggs are. Right. And I don't want him thinking that if he opens up a plastic thing, he's uh, going to get a treat. Gotcha. What did they have inside I them? didn't. We, we were there to get Indies from running around and exercise, not walking on a leash looking for plastic guns. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. He was being very rambunctious and needed to run off a bunch of energy. I'm glad you put your foot down, Jeff, and you made sure they were not teaching your dog bad habits. I yeah. look for don't plastic want him. eggs. I just don't know that that's a good plan. Yeah. Uh, Easter egg hunts are nothing but a disaster. Um, I, I've been involved in a number what? of them. They're nothing but a disaster. I mean, a couple of radio stations I've been at, we've hosted them, and all, all you end up doing is making everybody mad. You have... You have crying four-year-olds because they got trampled by the six-year-olds. You have mad eight-year-olds because they got trampled by the ten-year-olds. What, what uh, exactly is trampled? Trampled. Trampled. <laughs> trampled. And then you have mad mothers. Uh, and then you have dads that are mad because everybody's mad. And all you're trying to do is do something nice. And it, it, it always gets ruined no matter how you try to separate it out. Hey, the, the three-year-olds are over here. The five-year-olds are over here. The eight-year-olds are over here. It, it never, ever works. It never, ever works. So I'm out of the Easter egg hunting business in terms of hosting them, except in my backyard, which there'll be plenty for the kids <laughs> put, to find. Put your swim trunks on. <laughs> this is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Jamie Lent and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. Great to have you with us today on Lubbock Sports Station, Double T 97.3. Hopefully you're off to a, a, a good start today. And, you know, just, uh, I don't know, just a little advice, maybe a little man helping man advice, um, especially for our younger guys, you know, our, our, under, our under 40 guys, you know, get to the work this morning or the office and, you know, just kind of buckle down, you know, buckle up and put your nose to the grindstone because, you know, the, uh, the boss, the chief, he or she may say, hey, you guys got your stuff done? You can knock out a little early. So, I mean, don't don't go in and, you know, you know, just do a bunch of talking around the coffee pot this morning about, you know, what's going on. Just kind of go in there and get her done. That's what I'm going to try to do today. I'm, this is a self-conversation for me as well. But I have something scheduled that got scheduled for me late this afternoon. So um, I'm... I'm, I'm no no crosstown meeting today. I, I actually have a crosstown meeting, but it's a scheduled meeting. It's not shenanigan crosstown meeting today. It's a actual um, duty that I have today. So, but I'm I'm happy to do it. Happy to be a part of it. Happy to go. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you were talking to somebody specifically. Oh no no there. no 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 not at all. Not no not at all. I mean, we went from it got scheduled for me, <laughs> which insinuated i wasn't thrilled with it to, no. oh but i'm happy to do it i'm happy to do it no, it gets scheduled for me clearly I mean, clearly we about halfway through that we were worried the boss or the person oh, that scheduled it was listening no not at all chuck no. was very much voluntold to be there yeah, yeah. it was voluntold i was yeah. voluntold which is fine i mean that's just that's it's all it's all good i serve at the whim right so, i don't i don't want to bore you can i bring a, a sports thing here sure okay <laughs> you're not boring me and this is a little bit whiny, but I'm just going to bring it up anyway. Okay. Okay. So last night I tuned in to uh, watch Oklahoma State and TCU play. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what I was expecting, um, but I tuned in to watch it. And uh, Braden Taylor, their superstar third baseman for TCU, uh, was in the game. And if you remember, Braden was ejected from the contest on Sunday. Yeah. For arguing with the umpire, then throwing his helmet, and then throwing his bat. And so I looked at the box, box score for Tuesday, and he did. He was harshly punished by not getting to play against Tarleton. 
Oh, goodness. And so he was by NCAA rules because he's a hitter. He's back in the lineup last night, again, in Big 12 play. And part of it's just bad luck that you didn't have a midweek game or not mm-hmm. two midweek games with the Brandon Beckel situation. Mm-hmm. But you're talking about a guy who's, you know, talking trash to another player who misses four games, including an entire Big 12 weekend series. And the comparison with the hitter that throws his bat Mm -hmm. in anger at the umpire, and he misses a midweek game against Tarleton, and that's it. Doesn't seem right at all. How does the NCAA look at these two things and go, yeah, 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 that's about right. Yeah, Yeah, we nailed that one. Yeah. Yeah. We nailed that. Boy, boy, did that play out perfectly, just as it should have. We're yep. geniuses here. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you not look at that and say, I, I mean, Brandon Beckel, I'm not arguing that he didn't deserve to be sure. tossed, mm-hmm. okay? And if a suspension comes with being tossed, then it comes with it. But for him to get four, and Taylor got one, one. midweek game against Tarleton. Tarleton, yeah. Okay, even if you had a midweek game, you still hey, he still would have missed two games of a Big 12 series. I mean, to me, if you get ejected in a Big 12 game and you're going to have to serve a suspension, it feels to me like you should have to do it against in a Big 12 series. You know, his suspension, I, I, his I, one game should have been Friday night. I mean, again, just bad luck that the Red Raiders didn't have a midweek game that week. But. but he still would have missed the entire series because he missed four games. He was suspended for four games. Yeah. Yeah. So even if he'd had one, he would still miss the entire Texas. He'd have been back for New Mexico. He'd have been back for New Mexico. It just seems so just absurd at how different those two things are. And again, what's a worse crime? Arguing with another player? Talking trash to another player? Mm -hmm. Or arguing with an umpire and throwing your helmet and bat showing him up? Which is worse? It's not even close. Yes, like, it's not even. It's not even close. I mean, it's it, the umpire it be, part. It it's not even a conversation. It should be the umpire. No question. Yes. Yeah. No. No. No doubt. And I get there's a difference here with the pitcher compared to the hitter, but again, the NCAA has nothing in there that says is he a relief pitcher or is he starting pitcher. Well, and the other okay, thing too, I mean, because Brandon Beckel is. He's not a starting pitcher. He's never started a single game at Texas Tech, and so suspending him for four games made no sense. Did he deserve, should it have been two? Probably should have been two. Okay, then you don't lose him for an entire series. But it's just crazy to me that Taylor just got one game, mm-hmm. and it, and it happened to work out mm-hmm. for them where it's a midweek game, and and Beckel missed an entire series and some. And then it, you know the. Again, it wasn't as he didn't throw at a kid. He didn't start a fight. You know, he wasn't throwing punches. Mm -hmm. He didn't come off the bench running out there with a bat. Sure. I mean, it's just it's just shocking to me how you know we put laws into place or we put uh, rules, I should say, not laws. We put rules into place, and then we're just completely oblivious to man. Every crime is not the same. See, and the and the other thing that baffles me is why is this not a conference decision? Why is it a NCAA decision? I mean, to me, this because the conference wants to be gutless. 
<laughs> they don't want to be the one making the decision. They want to go, oh, it wasn't ours. wasn't our decision. We don't have a choice. And then, you know, the other thing is, is that, you know, you could even say this is kind of a local law versus a state law versus a federal law kind of deal. It's, it's, this is basically being handled by the feds, which is the NCAA, as opposed to the, to the state, which is the conference. You would like to think, this is what you would like to think, you would like to think that the school should be able to handle this, that if you get tossed from a game, it's an automatic one-game suspension. But the schools probably yeah, over the test of time can't can't be trusted to do that. No, that's one hundred percent accurate. You know, yeah, I don't think it's, it's a school thing. I... <clears throat> but yeah, it, it's it's ridiculous. It's hopefully something that could be looked at and changed. But you know, I'm sure that would take you know a lot of discussion and meetings and you know some kind of a roundtable discussion and some kind of a you know big you know hoo ha at some kind of um, you know, resort and in, in, in uh, the blue in ribbon committee, blue ribbon committee. Thank you. Um, and, and then there'd be ballot. secret ballot and there'd be endless zoom meetings. And then finally a, it would end with a, a big kind of summit in, uh, some resort near, uh, Phoenix. No, Paris. You got to sign those in Paris. No, That's where all the great treaties are. signed. And the, and the, irony of the whole thing that's not lost is the the guy that benefits from all this is Josh Holiday because he gets basically a Red Raider pitcher thrown out for four games well, and he he's the guy that he's the guy that kind of starts the conversation to get this going right yeah that, that I mean that's fair but he didn't get the benefit of Taylor being suspended for last night yeah I was happy for that because I'm wholeheartedly rooting for TCU in this series so, uh, TCU won last night? TCU lost last night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Somebody says, newsflash, it's not going to change. Okay. Well, that's disappointing. Uh, Jamie, I couldn't agree more about the disparity in penalties for those two situations. That being said, I know you know why the rule for pitchers is different. So, what penalties make sense for pitchers versus field players? Um, I, I think you – I would like if if I was making the rules – I would like there to be a judgment call on what exactly is he is, did the pitcher get ejected for? Number one, mm-hmm. did he get ejected for throwing at a guy? Did he get in a fight? Mm-hmm. Compared to um, talking trash, okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like those those penalties should be different, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, number two, if he's a relief pitcher, I don't think it should be four games. I think it should be two games. Starting pitcher different, okay. And mm-hmm. so I, I mean. And then I guess you get into the, you get into the debate of a team going, oh well, we were just going to use him as a reliever, so he should only get two games. Yeah. You know, if a guy is, <laughs> if a guy has twelve appearances on the season and six are a starter and six is a reliever, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know. That that's the hard part, I guess. Sure. And and maybe you, maybe you go with what he's been doing recently. You know, he well, but in his last four outings, have all been out of the bullpen. Hey, how you about know, how about know. this? You get thrown out of a game for for conduct, it's one game. You get thrown yeah. out of a game for flagrant conduct, it's two games. I regardless. also I also think that if you get kicked out of a Big Twelve game, you should miss Big Twelve games yes, with the I, suspension. I agree with you on that. Yeah, I agree with you on that. This is the Morning Drive podcast from Double T ninety seven three, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Jamie's question of the day on Double T 97.3 is presented by Bizarre Solutions. Call them today for a free cybersecurity audit. All right. 
7.31 this morning on the morning drive. Jamie's got a question for me, for Jeff, and for you, our fine listening audience. All right, I'm going to ask you a question I think is a little bit uh, difficult because it's like really? two things that you like uh-huh. and you have to pick one over the other. Okay. Okay. I think you like doing this. Tell me <laughs> who you think is going to have a better career with the Red Raiders. Okay. When it's all said and done, mm-hmm. Jalen Tyson or Pop Isaacs? I think Jalen Tyson. I think he is a more, quote, complete basketball player. Now, if you're asking me points per game, probably pops. But, I mean, if you look at – I think if you look at it – go ahead. Just one pop. Yeah, just one pop. I'm sorry. Pop Isaacs. I'm going to go with Jalen Tyson. For all the reasons Chuck just said, I'm going to go pop. <laughs> and I know that sounds crazy. Uh, I don't think he's the more all-around player, so that's not exactly fair. Mm-hmm. I, he's more of a scorer. Yeah. But when we look back at our favorite Red Raiders in basketball, one of the first things we think of is scoring, yeah. unless you are just so dominant on the defensive end like Tariq Owens that you stand above the crowd, I, I guess is the way to put it. Sure. So, well, I think we'll think we'll remember Pop more fondly because of his scoring. Okay, I think you're both bringing up good points. I, I, I as I was thinking about the question, I, I had a hard time. I kind of went back and forth with myself. I think, like you guys are saying, Pop is the more consistent scorer, and I think he has the ability to maybe uh, be a guy that, and, and and not just the consistent score thing. But we noticed at times this year that Pop was the guy that wanted the ball in crunch mm-hmm. time. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there's something to be said for that guy, right? Yep. That that has the guts, you know, when you've, you know, the other team's on a 10 0 run or it's, you know, 30 seconds left in the game and you're down two. He needs somebody who wants the ball. Yep. He wants the ball. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he doesn't look scared in those situations. Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think his game will continue to develop. I'm, I'm assuming clearly he's a great outside shooter, mm-hmm. um, but I think his game will continue to develop. Not necessarily for him to be more of a point guard, but just for him to be able to score at more than just one level. Which Would you is like to see him drive level. to the rim more? Yeah, and that's kind of what I'm talking about. I think we'll see that continue to improve. Uh, but I think I'm going with Jalen Tyson here. I think my answer is Jalen Tyson. I think he's the guy uh, that still has, you know, because of his, you know, more complete all-around game, I think he has the bigger upside. And I think he showed you at times last year that he was a guy um, that could score in big bunches. And I think with Jalen Tyson, what Pop Isaacs has over Jalen Tyson right now is just like complete confidence, in my opinion. I I look at Pop Isaacs as a guy who believes he can make every single shot. Mm -hmm. And I look at Jalen Tyson as a guy who's unsure of himself at times. At times, okay, okay, in certain games. 
I think he's got the bigger upside. Obviously, he's a little bit taller. He can do more defensively because of his length, all of that. Um, I, I think this is a hard answer because I think both of them are going to have really good careers for the Red Raiders. Hey, so look, if I, they stay, I was thinking about this. Um, do you think Tyson is kind of a current version of Jay Crockett? Yeah, that's that's a that's that's a good, decent comparison. Okay, yeah. I mean, he's yeah. just thinking about his length and you know, kind of his abilities and things like that. But um, I don't know. Well, like you said, hopefully they'll both hopefully they'll both stay. And uh, and be be a part of this, but you you just you never I mean you never know in this environment, and you never know what the true reason for kids leaving is because it used to be and not not that long ago, players left because of playing time, or players left because of coaching philosophy, or players left because they realized that while they loved being on a Big Twelve team, they didn't necessarily had the ability to be on a Big 12 team and 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 really excel. So they went maybe down a little bit and played for a mid-major. Or they're like, hey, I'm a superstar here. I'm really not on a superstar's team, so I'm going to go somewhere else. But now there's so many different aspects to this, and, and maybe the, the chief among them first is money and who's going to pay me more. And then second, it it's, you know, coaching philosophy and and style of play before maybe even get to playing time because we're seeing we're seeing guys leave schools that had all the playing time that they could handle yet they go to another school whether it's for money or you know they can showcase their talents a little bit more yeah or the other team's winning way or, more or the other team's so winning like, hey, way more go yeah play in an NCAA tournament yeah, or whatever right 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 mm-hmm. so uh, you know, it, it's just, I mean, we're only a, a few days into the to the new regime, so it's probably too early to tell. But I, I, th- I think it's going to be one of those things that has to take some kind of shape pretty quickly because this, the, you know, the portal is only open for, you know, a certain amount of time. And, you know, we're, we're kind of halfway, almost halfway through it. It opened up like March the 13th and it's open for 60 days. Okay. In terms of being able to, to go in and out. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what transpires here over the next uh, few days. I mean, you know, it's like, okay, we're going to have an official staff announcement. Will that be today? Will that be Monday, Tuesday? When, when does all that take place? You know, getting these mm-hmm. guys in and officially, because if you go to texastech.com, there's still no assistant coaches uh, on that site. But, I mean, from what you hear, there's two North Texas guys that are in that building working and – Another guy that's currently a head coach in the Division Two level that's going to come because he was at the press conference. <laughs> so Ben McCollum. Um, so you know, at, at some point in time, they're going to have to officially announce those guys because they're going to want to be out recruiting or making calls or trying to entice people to to come here and be a part of this basketball team because the the patience level is not going to be very high because it's like, okay, hey, we gave you the kings the keys to the kingdom now. Go get us some players and start winning ball games, which you can't start winning until November. But now's when you're gonna, you know, put your team together and see what you got. I mean, you got to win on the recruiting trail right yeah, now. Absolutely, the transfer trail. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, you know, both both sides of the hallway, both the the men and the women. And there's yeah. there's a lot of great players that are in that deal. But of course, there's a lot of teams that are going after those players too. Mm-hmm. So 
sure. Be, sure. Be, be quite Go, going back to the initial question, how much do you think of a difference there is? Are you, do you have the stats in front of you? No. Okay. How much do you think of a difference there was between their scoring averages on the season? Okay, just the first number that came to my head was at least five points a game. 11.5 to 10.7. Oh, okay, so not that much. <laughs> less, than, less than a point a game. What was the shooting? Do you have the shooting percentage right there between the two? Uh, because my thought would be that Tyson would be higher than um, Overall, Isaac. 368 for Pop and 483 for Tyson. From three-point range, Pop at 378. So 37, 38%. And Tyson at 402. So 40%. 40%. Yeah. Obviously, Pop made a lot more. Well, I say a lot more. Sixty-two compared to forty-three. Sure, three-point shots. Sure, sure. Wow, that, 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 that's that's interesting. I would have guessed. I wouldn't have guessed five, but I would have guessed. My guess would have been like Pop was at around thirteen a game, and Tyson was right around ten. Uh, so to answer your question off the Yates Swearing Center chat line with regard to any news on staffing, uh, not that I'm aware of, only the only the scuttlebutt that you hear. We'll have some. There's some news. <laughs> uh, this, I thought week. we were gray airing those guys to take advantage of some loophole, Chuck. Right, but you can only do that for so long. You can only gray hole it for gray hole <laughs> gray gray hole it for so for so careful there <laughs> for so for so long. Right? Very very careful there, Mister. Right right right. You are operating without a net. You know just just so you know, like um, Jalen Tyson made 127 field goals. Pop Isaacs made 91. Pop made 62 from three. Pop was injured for yeah. quite a while. Right right. He played. 25 games and Tyson played 31. The Morning Drive podcast from Double T 97.3 is presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Jamie Lynn and Jeff McGuire. I'm Chuck Hines. We come to you this morning from the First United Bank studio and look forward to hearing from you today on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. If you've got big doings uh, today or tomorrow or Sunday that you'd like to share, you certainly can. Uh, go to DoubleT97.3.com in the Yates Flooring Center chat line or the Visual Edge IT hotline that is open as well. Uh, let's see here. Uh, with regard to the uh, new uh, calf that was born, yes, it is cousin to Jamie the calf. Mm. Had two babies born during uh, morning drive this year and one last year. Okay. okay. Somebody else suggests a name, but it's not the same person, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold off until we get an official stamp of the name. <laughs> Uh, this, I always felt that musicians who use sheet music while playing were cheating. I mean, they practice the songs over and over and over. Shouldn't they know the songs forward and backward? I did play in a band myself. Okay, well, then we'll just gather it all up. Mm. It's kind of like you, you see outfielders in Major League Baseball now, or even infielders, too, that a certain guy comes to the plate, and they reach in their back pocket, and they pull out their little card. And like, yeah. Okay, where do I play this guy? You like that? And they stick in his back pocket. I don't have an issue with it. Okay, okay. Uh, for some reason, I thought that used to be illegal, but maybe maybe I'm wrong about that. that they could, a little cheat sheet, a little cheat sheet, yeah. That they that they couldn't that they couldn't do that. I used to love in school when we had tests and you could have one oh, index right, yeah, card right, of anything right, written on it you right, wanted. Right. I loved that. Right? No, I'm because I write pretty small. Okay, so I could get a lot on one of those things. <laughs> right. Um, I've been meaning to ask you this, and it 
somebody just, I don't know, just kind of popped into my mind before we get to some football. Um, are you uh, interested in the movie Air? The, the oh, Nike? very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Do you think you'll go... I think when is it when does it premiere? I can't remember if it, or if it's is it out already. I think it's I was out this week. I thought out this week. Okay. Maybe maybe it's tonight. Okay. Yeah. With that, that yeah. I, I'm very interested in that too. Yeah, I the, think it, the 15 year old and I are dying to go. Okay. We just gotta find a time. How about the the misses and uh, and the older one? No. Nah, not really. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the older one a little bit, but a little bit. That's not the misses. No. Not the misses. She's like, you know, usually when those things come up, it's like, oh, I. I want you to enjoy that with them. No. I want you to enjoy that with, with them. Usually. I think she's just frustrated that we spend too much money on shoes. <laughs> the, <laughs> the other three of us. <laughs> okay, and which is usually mm-hmm. opposite. Usually, and I tell you, man, I, I'm I feel like the luckiest dad ever. I mean, the whole the the Jordans coming back into style, right? And they're a casual shoe now for all teenage kids. Mm-hmm. Okay, they don't really play in them much, but they're a casual shoe for for boys and girls. I mean, like, I, never in my wildest imagination did I think that I would have daughters that were rocking Jays, and I have daughters that love Jordans now. Okay, and wear Jordans, and so I think more for casual than for playing. Yeah, they don't or play in them at all. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I just think that's awesome. <laughs> we can take family photos now with all of us rocking Jordans. Yeah. Well, but you're kind of an Under Armour guy, though. Yes, I still do have some Jordans, though, that every once in a while I'll pull out. Okay. That's the one exception. Like if you were doing a family picture portrait that you would hang over the fireplace, are you all rocking the, the Nike I don't think Jordan? Mrs. Lent would allow that. <laughs> okay. But the three of us would go for it. That'd definitely. be a that'd be a, a, a four by six that you could put yeah. in your office, right? Sure. Yeah. Sure. As opposed it would be to fun. as opposed to that. Uh, just a, a quick thing here from the Eight Scoring Center chat line. Somebody's going to Yankee Stadium in June to watch the Rangers. Looking for the suggestion on the best place to sit at Yankee Stadium. Um, well, I would tell you you don't want to sit behind home plate because it costs too much. Yeah. Um, I every time I've not every time, but. Almost every time I've been to a Yankee game, I sit in the outfield. And I would tell you, if you're going to right field, it, it gets a little raucous out there. Okay, because um, that's what I was going to ask you. For, it's fun. Right? It's fun. It's enjoyable. <laughs> we took the daughters there and um, had a good time. They and learned a new language? It, it, they were they were young enough where it didn't matter. Okay. Okay. But they did learn like the roll call thing mm-hmm. that they do in right field, okay. which is absolutely awesome. And they still to this day think that's really cool. So um, go sit in the right field bleacher seats, man. It's awesome out there. Okay. And the seats are way cheaper. And I, the view's pretty good. Uh, the, the, yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, and I think I spent a combined like $85 on four tickets for the family. So it's not crazy expensive. Okay. Yeah. Although you imagine that the, they're also a Red Raider fan when they want to sit on the third base side so that you get close to Josh. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Although that would be like, you know, anytime the Rangers are playing to sit on mm-hmm. the third base side. So maybe there's something to sitting in the bleachers at Yankee Stadium. But both of Josh's home runs this year have gone to right field. So true. maybe they're just trying to catch one of Josh's home runs. Going to Oppo. Also true. Yeah. Going Oppo. And, and I've heard that right field at Yankee Stadium is shorter. I've heard. That's a rumor. There's a short porch out there in right Allegedly. field. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. Yeah. Yeah. 
What did, what did Chris Woodward call it last year? Little League Park or something? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we get this. My wife and I saw a sneak peek of Air last Saturday at uh, the mall. Really enjoyed the movie. Definitely not action-packed, but very good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I think it would be... I think it'd be cool to... Uh, Pepsi Man says, you know, the movie is only about a shoe, not Michael Jordan, right? And it started last yes, night. Yes, we okay. are 100% yeah. aware. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, JL, those better be matching Jordans. Can't have mismatched shoes in the family portrait. No. Well, we, we all have different colors. Okay. <laughs> Do you have a favorite? Somebody wants to know if you have a favorite, Jordan. Uh, the threes and the fours, really, are both. Are those old school? Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, those were late 80s. Late 80s? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the threes and the fours were my favorites. Okay. Uh, 8.08 this morning here on the morning drive. A um, couple of football uh, things here for you. Uh, one, the University of Houston has canceled its spring game. <laughs> uh, apparently, the weather is not going to be cooperative. It was scheduled for tonight. So, as opposed so, to having that, they're going to just have an indoor practice and, and be done with it. It's really odd. Are the, are the fans going to get to attend still? No, I think that's I think that's pretty much it. They're, so you know, you know, or, or you know that your fan base doesn't care when mm-hmm. you just cancel the spring game and say, "Ah, never mind." Right. It was uh, supposed to be tonight at TDECU Stadium. Okay. Uh, inclement weather is uh, expected tonight in the Houston area. Storms uh, throughout the day today and tonight. Uh, they'll conclude it with a closed indoor practice. Uh, Dana Holgerson, he's the head coach still. We appreciate the support of our fans and know many of them were excited to come out to see our 2023 team compete on Friday. Our players, coaches, and staff, Jamie, have been working hard to make the most of our opportunities this spring and look forward to getting back uh, in front of Cougar fans this fall. Maybe because... I mean, they're expected to get like an inch of rain today. So it's not like unreasonable to not want to be out. Maybe because Dana has insulted everybody there at Houston with comments he's made this offseason. Maybe he's just afraid he's going to get booed. Maybe so. Uh, The other thing that's interesting to me is the University of Colorado, which... We know uh, if Donovan is the starter there. Any idea? I'll I'll take a look at their depth chart. Um, But, you know, how about this? University of Colorado sold tickets to their spring bang game at Folsom Field. Sold out. Wow. They'll, they'll have 9,000 students, and then the rest are fans that were sold out. At, sold out the whole stadium. Sold out the whole stadium. Uh, prime time. The whole stadium. The whole stadium. Wow. I know. It's crazy, right? It All is. there to see Dion, man. Prime time. Be real interesting Man, to I see. Man, I want that to fail miserably. We all. I think we all do. I think we're all right there <laughs> behind you on that. This has been the Morning Drive Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 97.3 podcasts at double T 97.3.com.